Welcome to the Leading in Healthcare podcast, a podcast for leaders in healthcare that want to learn how to lead from their power place. With your host, Yashika Lind, an expert global healthcare consultant and development coach to top leaders in healthcare around the globe. And now here's your host, Yashika Lind. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Leading in Healthcare podcast. Things may sound a little bit different this week because I'm not in my normal studio. However, I still felt like it was important to come to you to talk to you about today's topic, which is all about how to stop procrastinating. It is probably one of the top things that clients come to me for. You know, you know what you need to do. And you know what you should be doing. However, sometimes for whatever reason, you find yourself not being able to take action on those things. So today's episode is all about some top easy tips that you can do to help you to stop procrastinating. So the first thing that I would like to do is go over the definition of procrastination so that we are all on the same page. So for the purposes of this discussion, procrastination is a habit that most unsuccessful people develop, and it involves you putting off things until the last minute or past an agreed upon deadline, whether that deadline is real or imagined. There are multiple opinions about what causes procrastination and why you may be someone that procrastinates, but Experts all agree or most agree that there are four types of procrastinators. The first type is those that put things off into the last minute. Maybe you think that you work well under pressure or you're addicted to stress or you lack the energy to start things or you're a perfectionist. And so you think about every little detail, run out of time, and then you have to just do it because, again, perceived or otherwise your deadline is looming over your head. The second type of procrastinator is those that are already stretched too thin. So usually if you're in this group, you have a problem saying no, and then you feel lazy because you are putting things off because you know, your body knows, your mind knows that you intuitively need a break from doing all the time. However, you can't say no. And so you finally go and do the things that you said that you were going to do. But after much rest, which you may perceive as being lazy. About 90% of my clients fall into the type three, and even I fall into this type sometimes. Thinking that I am too busy to get things done. Are you that type of person you think you're too busy to get things done? Ironically, if this is you, you may find that you aren't getting anything done that really makes a difference in progressing your life, the things that are on your plate, the reports, the tasks, all of the things that are piling up on your list, even though it may seem like you're getting things done. Truly busy people are getting shit done. They're hitting their goals. They're making things happen. So this is when you really have to get honest with yourself and ask yourself, are you getting shit done? Are you hitting your goals? And if you aren't, then what are you doing? And I bet it's going to be one of two things. Either you aren't doing value-added things, you are avoiding the real work that needs to be done, 
Or you literally don't want to do the work, but you don't want to be honest and admit that you don't want to do it. This is an interesting place to be in because it causes you to do much introspection and much soul searching, not only in your personal life and the things that you feel are piling up on your plate. However, you're not meeting the goals that you want to accomplish, but professionally as well, this can drum up some very interesting insights if you really do that introspection. Are you really doing the job that you want to do or Did you just end up somewhere and now you're trying to get shit done, but you really don't even want to do what you're doing right now? The last major type of procrastinator is you lack focus. This is interesting because most of the time when organizations bring me in to help their leaders, nine times out of 10, it's either number three, you don't want to do the work. You don't want to do the job that you're in. You're not happy. You're just doing it because for various reasons, you're just doing it, right? But the second thing that I noticed, especially in those leaders that are in jeopardy of losing their job is that they lack focus. They get hooked on the next best thing or the immediate thing that is right in front of their face instead of planning their day and even personally planning your life with intention, dedication, and focus to see things through to the end. This is a very scattered way to be, and it causes chaos among the people that you lead. It causes chaos among the people that are counting on you. And personally, if you have this issue, it causes chaos in your personal life. You move on to the latest thing without ever developing consistency to see results. And guess what this results in? Burnout. Because this can also make you feel like you're busy, like I mentioned with the third type of procrastinator. However, again, are you really getting shit done? Are you really hitting your goals? Are you really making things happen? The majority of how we move through life is a result of how we feel about things. And when you develop the habit of procrastination, what you are essentially doing is letting the way that you feel about something supersede you getting on task. This is important because you have to understand very deeply that your feelings are going to fluctuate, your emotions are going to fluctuate. And so if you let those determine how you approach your life, do you not understand that the way that you approach your work is going to fluctuate, it's going to have ebbs and flows, you're not going to have that consistent, centered energy coming from your power place in order to get things done, again, both professionally and personally. If you want to learn more about this, this is primarily what I teach the leaders that I coach, my private clients. This is what I teach in leadership conferences and facilitations that I do. You have to understand how to lead yourself in order to become a better leader, in order to become a more valuable key player in your organization and in order to maximize results with minimal energy so that you do not get burned out and you're able to get stuff done. So how do you overcome procrastination? I'm going to give you maybe just a couple tips on what I do in order to overcome procrastination. 
The first thing that I do is I schedule everything. If you want more tips on how I do this, go back and listen to the podcast on time management because it will help you understand the difference between creating a to-do list that continues to grow and grow and grow in relation to actually scheduling things and honoring it. If you live by a schedule and honor it, you're going to be more successful and you're going to get a lot more done. So I live by a schedule and I honor it. And every week I think about what I need to do and when it needs to be done. And most of the time, if there's nothing urgent coming up, I stick to my schedule even if I don't feel like it, especially if it's a task that I'm not excited about. I just get to it and I just start the work. I find that once I get started, I often have the energy to power through and get more done than I normally would. And I find that since I'm not turning in things at the 11th hour, I'm often able to gain creative insights to then have time to come back and make things better, which ends up benefiting me in the long run, as well as the project that I'm working on. When you wait to the 11th hour, you're turning in your first idea, maybe your second idea. But when you are scheduling things and living by that schedule so that you're not waiting to the 11th hour to get stuff done, you can put it down come back to it another day and you can refresh yourself. You can get a little bit more inspired insight and action that you can then tweak and improve that project in order to make it better than if you had just had to turn it in because you waited to the last minute. My second tip for those of you that love to not be able to have boundaries and say no is if you have a habit of overbooking yourself and procrastinate because you are sheerly exhausted, you need to take a break. I know you don't think that it's possible. Every leader that I work with thinks that they can't take a break. However, sometimes it's not just about you pushing through and getting the work done. It's how you get the work done. And if you're approaching your work from that low energy, from that exhaustion, from that burnout, from that stress, you're actually working on your tasks with a level of resistance that makes things harder. So if you step back, took the time to take a break, what you're going to find is that even though you thought you may have lost time by taking that break, you actually are more effective, more efficient, working more creatively, which means that you work faster, easier, and more in flow. So a lot of times I tell departments, especially when we're working on increasing productivity, that sometimes we're going to have to slow down in order to speed up. So that's what I'm going to tell those of you that need to hear this tip. Take a break. Taking this break will allow you to come back and do some of your best work once you are re-energized. Building in rest time and hustle time is the key to success. And procrastinating adds underlying stress that knowingly or unknowingly negatively impacts your overall wellness. There's a time where you have to move, but there's also a time where you have to rest. And that's where that balance comes in for those of you that have a habit of overbooking yourself, you don't have boundaries, and you can't say no. All right, let's go over one more tip. This is my favorite tip because this is the philosophy that underlies everything that I teach organizations, everything that I teach the leaders that I coach, everything that I use in my personal life. This is the undercurrent that's going to make you successful with minimal 
effort and maximum results. You need to learn about personal mastery and you need to practice it. If you want to be successful in life, you have to learn how to step outside of your feelings and do what is right. In fact, you could end up causing yourself more stress because if you know there is something that you really want or need to do and you don't do it, the avoidance ends up eating you up inside because your awareness will not let you escape your lack of integrity and inability to do what you know that you need to do. Ironically, though, in this case, you probably end up feeling more badly, which in turn increases the procrastination, right? Because that low energy from that lack of integrity and awareness that you need to do, but not aligning your actions behind that causes more procrastination. Look for ways to help yourself become more intrinsically motivated to complete tasks without letting your feelings get in the way. No matter how you feel, what is the next best step, even if it's small, that you can take to move in the right direction towards what you should be doing? That's the question you can ask yourself. And once you get the answer about that small step that you can take to move in the right direction toward what you should be doing, guess what you have to do? Do it. All right, so those are some of my top three tips on how you can overcome procrastination. For some of you, it's been so ingrained in you to work a certain way that you don't know any other way to do it. And so you may need help. And if you do, Understand that I work with highly driven healthcare professionals that want to live a life with more meaning and more purpose. But because maybe you've been going on autopilot so long or are feeling stressed out, overwhelmed, and on the brink of burnout, you may feel lost about what you need to do or how to get closer to not only the life that you desire, but the career that you desire as well. And if this is you and you tried on your own, you might need support and accountability. And that's where I come in to provide you with that support and accountability, um, that mindset reset so you can improve your mindset, improve your health, improve your status in your career, improve your value to your organization, which improves your income, your sense of purpose, your direction, all of the things, right? If you wanna learn more about how I can help you as your coach, then make sure you check out the show notes. And also make sure you check out my new ebook, the top five tips that leaders in healthcare make and what to do about it if you want more tips to hold you over until the next episode. Thank you for listening. Take care. Oh, make sure you share with someone that you know could use this advice. Oftentimes us as leaders in healthcare, we just kind of get thrown to the fire without any type of orientation. And so if you know other leaders, other managers that may benefit from the advice that you've heard on this podcast, I really want to spread the word because I am so sick and tired of my brothers and sisters in healthcare leadership struggling when they don't have to. So spread the word, share the word about the podcast, and I will talk to you in next week's episode. Take care. Bye.